0: This entertainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. The Wine and Cheese Show is a metaverse and NFT discussion interview series brought to you by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and host Ben68 and More Cheese. Warning, the information and opinions within are solely the views of the individuals involved contains content not suitable for anyone. G'day and thanks for listening to or watching the Wine and Cheese in the Metaverse Show. I'm Ben68, here with my co-host More Cheese for episode 76, recording on Friday the 17th of March for Cheese, which is Saturday the 18th for me.
1: <laughs> Today we went over some triggering Upland-ish, but then left off on a positive note. We could never completely be angry with Upland. And then went over a crap load of articles.
0: Yes, yowsters, yeah, get you ready for a special Don't Be a Twat Waffle episode of...
1: The worst show ever. Wine and cheese. Time for wine and cheese. Wine and cheese. Time for wine and cheese. Cheese. One is a wanger. One's like it's Thomas. One's from Australia. from One's from the Bronx. Of the metaverse and NFT interview and all the real crypto cheese. in the Metaverse show. Interview, we good I'm more cheese as my ben Is my co has been 68. And this is episode number 76. And Ben is either really horrified or trying not to laugh at my really bad dad joke I always do for him. When we it was a bad this, one. it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> 76.
0: That that's the best year that's out there, cheese. 1976. What a year that was.
1: Oh, 79 is better.
0: Yes, my wife would agree with you.
1: <laughs> oh, is she the same age as me?
0: Well, she was born in seventy nine. Yes,
1: nine babies. Woo! Speaking of
0: dates, I believe you just celebrated your second year Upland anniversary.
1: I did. I did. I am now two years Upland old.
0: So you're in your third year. Congratulations!
1: Thanking you.
0: Three years. Ah, two years. So that means, yeah, you literally started right before Midtown Terrace and UDU and everything kicked off because yeah. we're about to celebrate the second year of all that too.
1: I started the same month.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's crazy.
1: Man. Look at yeah, you, I, you came
0: into the game and you just went straight to boss mode.
1: Well, I, you know, I, I worked my way there. I didn't go straight there. I definitely did work my way there.
0: Good point, yes.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, right. definitely. And, you know, you, you, you see opportunities, you seize the moment.
0: That is a perfect segue, Cheese. I love it. Opportunities to seed the moment. Have you picked up your free McLaren NFT, Formula One NFTs?
1: You posted it at my 1.15 a.m.
0: They're still available right now. (gasps) Are you telling me that something that happens at 1 a.m. your time is an inconvenience? Oh. More on that later. This is the wine <laughs> and cheese show. She's going to be pretty thick on the wine this week. Oh so hold no. on to your butts. Hold on you po- to your butts. Where
1: did you post this?
0: I posted it everywhere. UDU, the URL, general. We are into it in general last night. So, yes, if you weren't aware, um, the McLaren Formula 1 team, they're not really having a good year so far in the actual races, but um, you can get a set of digital collectibles. We mentioned this a couple of shows ago. And by all accounts it seems that this second one is still available now. The first ones did go pretty quickly. It's very easy to sign up. You can just use your your Google to log mm-hmm. in and that automatically creates a Tezos wallet for you. It's all very auto-magical.
1: Auto oh, so yes. magical. I can't yes. find it. I saw it, but then I lost it.
0: Uh let me I'll dump it in. Oh Zoom can get in the road. Let me dump it in Zoom chat for you.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I'll have to stop share because I can't see what I'm doing. But yes, it's um, I think it's pretty cool. Now, they've got some pretty sick prizes. If you manage to collect all of them from the series, there you go, it's in chat. If you collect all of them, there's a whole bunch of prizes you can go in. They're going to take a snapshot right on the back end. And if you do happen to miss one or two of them, they do have a secondary market. Um, there is a Tezos uh nft platform something like that and they were selling for 0. 0.25 xtz i believe so it's only you know you're talking about 30 40 cents something like that
1: what are these weird wallets which wallet do you use
0: i sign i didn't sign i signed in with my google account <coughs> i i pressed oh. sign in with social and then all it's right. all auto automatical
1: <laughs> i like that word auto magical yes.
0: So these are the two I've got so far. We've got the Bahrain Grand Prix one. And yes, last night at 7pm, my time, which was extremely convenient, we had the McLaren, ah, the, sorry, the Saudi Arabia one dropped too. <laughs> yes. Let me know. I, I believe there's still some there. So if you haven't haven't got that yet and you have any interest in racing or even if you like collecting free stuff, I imagine because, um as I said, there's some pretty hefty prizes here. If people, it hasn't. It doesn't appear to have got much traction just as of yet. So once it does get some traction, I assume they're going to go lickety split. And if you've got some of those earlier ones that people missed out on, even if you're not a hodler and you don't care, there might be some, um, some funds to be made there. Not financial advice, of course.
1: Well, you could give me financial advice about free stuff anytime you want.
0: All right. Well, speaking about not financial advice, I we're going to have to refresh the bet. I think you've won this bet as well, Chase.
1: Uh uh which bet?
0: The um Bitcoin one. I think you've already pulled it off. Oh yeah. I don't remember one week from the next how many bets we've got going on, but um looking at the Bitcoin price here, we have gone green and it's rocketing up. Yeah. 26,862 as a as of now.
1: Yep, cup and handle, and we, baby. Cup and handle.
0: The, I need to get us here, though. So this is a seven daily. So when we were talking about it last week, yeah, we were down in the um, down under the twenty k range.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And look at this week, Ooh, mama, we actually <laughs> got a top of well, uh, the actual top. I can't read that. There's twenty, yeah, you know, almost twenty seven k got to at wow. one point. So yes, scrolling out a bit further on the monthly chart, it's yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. fill the gap bitch very very interesting
0: <laughs> three monthly
1: that's what usually happens when people panic and stuff stuff like that goes on um i mean from this point it can easily go down but it. i don't think it's going to yes. um, yeah
0: should I, I should have believed the cheese who would have guessed somebody that has a financial background would know what they're talking about in regards to finances? Who could have guessed, cheese?
1: Ben, I'm so used to it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so used to it. Like, I'll be talking in an investment room and uh saying some good stuff, and then a guy comes along and goes to the moon, and everyone is like putting all these likes and everything. LFG, yeah, bro, yeah. Are you, bro? Yeah.
0: yes. No, that's, Angel. that's the perfect fill the gap, isn't it? When you look at that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. We'll have to wait and see on that. All right. What else is happening with you? You're good. What's, what's going down? Um, I know you had a bit of disappointment this morning.
1: Oh yeah. I, I was, wanted to get into that. Yeah. I was supposed to be on a Twitter live and, uh, I've been on Twitter live before. Um, especially with Zeus from Atomic Hub. This one was gonna be geared towards me and Miss Teen Crypto. Um, I was really excited to be on there with her. She's such a great talker, she really knows her stuff. And they just couldn't, I kept requesting to speak and they weren't able to get me to go to be there as a speaker. I was able to stay there as a listener um zoo said that this has happened to her before as well um so we'll see Uh, the last wednesday in march wax wants to have me on their space so we'll see if i have better luck in that
0: the same thing a twitter live thing is it
1: yeah scared
0: Mm. (laughs) yeah well that's like everyone says why don't you upgrade from zoom and i'm like well we do zoom because it's easy and it works
1: it works yeah it really does
0: um yes well yeah that's that sucks and hopefully they sort something out there for you
1: what else is happening in cheese world cheese world i've been i've been uh walking every day to try to get my stamina up for genesis week because <laughs> nice. you know me i i'm i'm uh i don't really have that much energy so being able to do things with um the community is going to be really good and important. I just need to catch up. Not mustard, I and mean, I'm not going to mustard. I'm going to catch up.
0: Yeah, well, there's nothing. I think um, last time the thing that rocked you the most was all the secondhand smoke. It's, it's a shame you can't do something about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was horrible. We'll I can't, see.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't do well in that environment.
1: I'd yeah, be I got freaking the, the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> It was only pretty right. much when you're gambling, though. Which, you know oh, you down on them. the floor. Yeah, mm. those crap tables. No,
0: I don't gamble. Or well, if I do, like if we call them the poker machines here, which is your slot machines, on the very rare occasion that I do, I put like five bucks in it, and that's it. Once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Although, speaking of going back to Formula One, I actually went with my dad to the very first Melbourne Formula One race. So that's quite Wait. a trek from where we are on the Gold Coast, so we flew down and did a little thing there. And I think there was one night there we went to the the hotel we were staying in, we went to the restaurant and it was like dad got the bill and he's like looking at the bill going, Jesus, we're not coming <laughs> back here again. It was like the food the food wasn't great. Like if the food was great, you, you would say fair enough, but the service was shit, the and they weren't even busy, the food was pretty average. So I it was hear it's piss- pretty
1: expensive in Australia. Like oh, everything's general.
0: expensive. Everything's expensive. Yeah. Yeah, so we finished up on the food and there was a couple of poker machines and I was like, well, you go and get a couple of drinks and I'm just going to put some money in this. I think I put 20 bucks in or something and I I got like 100 That's And then cool. I just started playing max bets, max bets. So I was just like, oh, whatever, I'll just blow it because I wanted to go to bed but I just kept winning and winning and winning and he was going to get more beers and like he he's he's very much like me doesn't give a shit about gambling at all, and yeah we I think we walked away with like three hundred and sixty dollars or something, and we were nice. roaring drunk by the end of it, and it was like we we're just like you know up yours restaurant, thank you, see ya
1: <laughs> we got uh, our money back <laughs> yeah,
0: that was that was a good trip
1: yeah i i I try to do only a hundred dollars per day if I'm in like a casino yep. um. And if I'm if I'm at the craps tables, it lasts long. I'm not a drinker, so I'll have my diet Pepsi with me on the rocks.
0: Oh, fancy schmancy. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Are you ready to dive into it? Sure. Like I said, people, hold on to your butts this time, which which is gonna be a good test because um on this week's UDU podcast, if you didn't check it, was all, all about anti-FUD. Like, don't be a fudder. You know, there's ways to offer constructive feedback. And look, we're gonna put us put ourselves to the test straight off the bat because my gosh, there's a fair bit to whine about this week.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yes, there is. Yes.
0: All right. So first of all, this one wasn't too bad. So we had the Shamrock Showdown, the um the races. How did you go? Did you get involved in this? Did you do a couple of time trials?
1: I did a couple of time trials, but you had to be like a crazy person and just kind of do them on your computer all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> the yeah, it usual, was, sorry, the usual crazy, impressive people got in there.
0: Yeah, it's um, when RNG is involved, the only way you win with RNG is just repetition, 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 repetition. So I used to play a game. Um, I used to play a game called Lunar Racer. It was like a mobile racing game. And, I eventually dominated all of the the high scores on that because I would just play that like a fiend. And there were certain crates that you could hit and it'd get you a nitro. Well, if if you managed <laughs> to get on a run, it was very rare. But every now and then, you'd get all of the crates would open as a nitro. If you got that, then you're going to get the high score. But there there was also some um, skill elements, so it was a little bit different to this this um, Upland thing, which was which is pure RNG. So, but yeah, the people that put in the repetitions, they got the best times. I mean, I, I did you a few are races there. here.
1: You are yeah, I there. did a
0: few. I was running late for work like several days in a row because I was setting up races. I'd, I'd start a race, let it go. And then, you know, once the race started, I'd just start another one. So I had like, I don't know, however many cars I had, a whole, had a whole bunch of races going at once. Um I managed. I think I managed to get to the next round in two or three of the brackets, two, man. Oh, nice. Well, it's 2 a.m. my time. I'm not getting up at 2 a.m.
1: You don't have to. They said yeah. if you don't have to be there to to participate, which is really cool for yep. the people, for people like you.
0: <clears throat> is it cool or is it greasy that they can just do whatever they want with your NFTs?
1: Um, It's cool. It's not like they're molesting them or anything
0: yeah I, I went on a, not a rant, but I was like, hang on a minute, what's going on here? because if they're my assets, how can they then use those to automatically set up something and play with my assets while I'm asleep in bed? Interesting. That's a good but, point.
1: I don't I'm, I'm, I want to stick my head in the sand and be ignorant.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, somebody pointed out like um I forget who it was in general they they pointed out they screenshot the point. I might have been Verntar or somebody that um, basically Upland did say that in the announcement. Look, if you're not available, you are you will be put into the next round automatically. So basically, if, you, if you're if you aware of that and you read it and he got involved in it, you're kind of consenting for that to happen. The information was there, like this is what's going to happen. So that's fair enough.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah.
0: Yes, <laughs> but if you're just Joe Blow who didn't know what was happening and you were just playing around with the race and then, then it starts to smell a touch greasy just a touch so yeah um yeah i didn't get up at 2am apparently i just saw it this morning i asked in general how would i go did i did i win while i was asleep at the wheel
1: you did
0: (laughs) apparently there was some issues where people were missing out of races there was codes were wrong or something so i I believe it's still ongoing now as we're recording so
1: oh really all right yes
0: So maybe, maybe I'm out there winning a race while we're here jibber-jabbering away. <laughs> Who knows? But, yes, I certainly wasn't going to get up at 2 a.m. to do an RNG battle and then try to get back to sleep. So.
1: Well, they have, but, like, 30. If you get into the top 30, you get, like, that special one of 30 Black Explorer, right?
0: Yeah, there's, there's some pretty cool prizes. I mean, yeah. I, and like I say, that I'm not going to get a going to get up at 2am to do this, but it's one of those things where if you want to get involved in these races like uh, the URL and that's doing, if you want to get actively involved in that, you're going to have to yeah you know, mess up your day because there's, there's no way. And, and we know this from ha- trying to set up things like the UDU podcast or whatever. It's almost in, well, it's not almost impossible. It is impossible to set a time up. That's going to please every single person all of the time. So I just have to wait and see, but yes, not sure how I go. Good luck. Automatically generated RNG Ben sixty eight driver.
1: Go,
0: go, go. <laughs> see how it goes.
1: Go see, right, the where I go.
0: Yes, the next um kind of big news item that popped up through the week was this about lost property sale trees. Now you and I got into this a bit yesterday when we're having our. Kind on of a samurai aquatics meeting, yes. So New York, Chicago, and San Francisco lost property sale. So, we do know that there are gaps all over the upland metaverse, not related to any issues on their end. It was mostly, I believe, to do with the um, third party map generation thing that they were using. So, we did see Chicago had a round where thousands and thousands and thousands tens of thousands i believe properties were added to chicago um chicago was sold out the floor was creeping right up as a result of being sold out and then of course you release ten thousand properties on the market that just blows the floor out and it has been slowly recovering although you've got assholes like me that keep crushing the floor (laughs) i put up another hundred there yesterday um But now we're going to have like San Francisco has been sold out for ages. New York City, I'm New York City. What does that mean? Does that mean all of the boroughs, only Manhattan? Uh, Everyone
1: is assuming all of the boroughs because they would have specified Manhattan.
0: Mm. So again, you've got several sold out areas where, you know, there's hundreds of properties going to be listed. Yeah. We got here 331 properties in New York, 3,427 in San Francisco.
1: Now I have for San Francisco um 3400 is better than 10000 uh they did for Chicago but um it would have been better if they were mintable uh in my in my mind 3000 is a lot for people to just come and just grab all at once and it'll bring new new blood into San Francisco. Like San Francisco is basically the place where OGs go to treasure hunt and whatnot. Um, I'm kind of disappointed that it's going to be uh, like a value of the neighborhood because it's like people who worked really hard to get every property or try to obtain every property in a neighborhood to create a community project or node is going to feel this. People who have just general nodes or community projects, they won't care as much because they're not as um, organized in a sense where it's not as exclusive as certain places are. So if there's people coming into their node, they're okay with that as long as it's sold out. Um, I think people who will suffer would be like the UDU um, places that organized more to be more exclusive and whatnot
0: yeah there's a lot to unpack there I mean you can't really compare San Francisco and Chicago because Chicago was massive there's several tens of thousand properties there so you release you know if you release 10,000 there but San Francisco was tiny really in comparison so you release 3,000 properties on that market that is a fair chunk um won't really impact midtown terrace because i had a good look around the map and there's i can't see any visible gaps there may be something that popped up so i don't know that it will impact on us as much um yeah it's it's just very strange how they've gone about it um i'll pull it back up so i'm not just talking straight out of my ass but so, when each lost property becomes available, it will be sold by the upland Bureau. so there was a lot of speculation previously what is this upland bureau that's kicking out? Well, obviously, here's a good hint at at least some of the coverage that that's going to take on so these properties that become available will be locked and privately minted by the upland Bureau at their original base mint price. so you're talking um we'll stick to San Francisco, so we're consistent so in mid ten terrace. General properties there are about the 13,000 x range, something like that for a, you know, a kind of large townhouse size, regular kind of property. So after minting, these properties will then be listed for sale at current market value for players to purchase. Okay. So if we stick to mid 10 terrace, cause that's what we're most familiar with. So I minted mid ten terrace properties for say let's say 12K, um, Upland Bureau is going to minute for 12K. And then they're going to look at the floor in that neighborhood and say, okay, these properties are being sold for over 400 US dollars and around 500,000 upings. And that's what they're
1: going to list the properties for. Yeah. Um. Yep.
0: Is What?
1: And it's not stating, I know some people are saying that um, it's going to go into the community pool, but does it really, does it state that there? Like, is there, proof of this anywhere
0: i it's probably the mechanics behind that account um it's more that like as i said i i don't think this will impact our mid10 terrace at all because i don't think there's any properties that are going to come up um but i'm just using this analogy because it's what we know okay myself and the udu we've invested two years and tens of millions of UPEX to build Midtown Terrace, what it is to get the floor where it is, it's highly exclusive, whatnot, and it's just one of, you know, now dozens upon dozens of nodes and community projects that are all over the map that people have put in significant time, energy, resources. Um, they've um, many places like what we do at the UDU, We have purposely raised the floor to get it out of the hands of flippers, and now Upland is going to see what the floor price is and say say um. 15 properties were released in Midtown Terrace. Well, now there's an artificial floor that they're putting in where they're locking the floor in at that raised price. Yeah. Um, that's super greasy. Super greasy.
1: Yeah.
0: And you also got to think too, we do know neighbourhood ratings are just about to come here again. Midtown Terraces, I think we're at over 83%. You know, we're hitting, we're getting towards our goal of 85%. Okay. If... Maybe you're in a larger neighborhood. project. Well, what if they release 100 properties in your neighborhood? Suddenly now your percentage is going to drop below potentially whatever the the limit is to spawn a neighborhood collection. We don't have any information about this. It's just very, very bizarre that they would do it this way.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Now.
1: Yeah. And I brought up voting. Like something like this is huge. And, you know, we were given the uh, opportunity to vote on a few things. One major, a few silly, and I would think that something like this would be something that we can actually look into and vote on. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that we weren't able to vote on something like this. Uh, I'm hoping that more information comes out. I, am I, I like to try to give benefit of the doubt. <clears throat> I don't think Upland would punish. Um, players for, like I mean you created the word node you got people excited you you've brought uh how do you say you've brought um value to neighborhoods with the node term right uh I don't think Upland will or should punish those who worked so hard to create something so so awesome I just feel like this could have been done in another way, like maybe in batches, maybe, um, I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, it, it has the potential to uh, significantly impact the community. You're right. Now, what what's going to happen here? Well, we already see this in the open market. We see this in the open market. Players that, and this is, we've been, any no project that has any sort of um, actual momentum behind it suffers from, um, flippers who grab properties purely to hold everyone else at ransom they, they they're not going to develop those properties they're going to put them in at the whatever the floor price is and then are just going to sit on them and if you're a node manager you either have to suck it up and gobble those up at your own expense or you just got to ignore them and suffer as a result of nothing's going to be done there so if, if upland releases you know 10 20 30 40 50 properties in your in your area then who's going to buy these cheese well we, we know who's going to buy these it's going to be the people who run bots yeah and bot bot runners are not going to they're, they're not community minded that they're, they're they're the ultimate hodl to ransom flippers so you're gonna have you're gonna have artificial floors locked in held by people that plan to do nothing with them. Yeah, it's... Aside from just giving them to people straight outright or something, I I can't see how this could have been done any worse. Yeah. So,
1: yes. (laughs) Giving it to them straight outright.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I I, I don't know. Like, again, we say if you're going to offer feedback, it should be constructive. Um, Yeah, a community vote would have been great, although I guess, mate, maybe that's maybe that's a bit too much for what's involved here but
1: but we I don't, don't know. know we don't know what's involved
0: yeah i mean on the flip side you you can't expect upland to keep track of or know what every single property in every single area has been developed by which groups and who and you can't expect them to know that so they have to have some mechanism to be able to get these properties i think they it should have just been okay we're releasing if, if they have found that there's three thousand properties in San Francisco, there's however many in Manhattan, however many in Chicago. Okay, on this date we are releasing x amount of properties in these cities. Way you go! Good luck. Have fun. Find a them, mintum. Them. It should just be a it should be a free for all. And then people got to pick, you know, if they want to go to Manhattan and try and pick them, they're going to go there. If, if they have their node project in LA, well, they're going to go there or wherever. It's just
1: so like all of these. specifics of where exactly.
0: No, no, no. no, no. just say there's 3,500 properties in San Francisco going to be up for minting on this date. Let's go. So it's almost like mini city releases, but multiple yeah. at a, at the same time. All of these properties are just going to get gobbled up by bots
1: um not of well see that's the only um devil's advocate i can say the fact that they're putting it at floor prices maybe is their way of saying hey i see you i don't want to um cause bots to grab this from you. So we're going to put these out, but we're going to put these out at floor price because bots aren't going to buy floor price.
0: Yeah. Not in heavily inflated areas, for example, mid terrace, etc. Yeah, Yeah. That, that's a good point. Yep. I'll take that on board. Yeah. So, but yeah, as far as like, I would assume there's going to be a whole bunch of properties that get released in collection areas. True. And if the floor there isn't too high, I'm sure they're gonna get gobbled up, but yeah, I think that's that that's a very good point that I hadn't considered, yeah, but regardless you're gonna have if if you like your node in Bronxdale like imagine there's fifteen properties get released in Bronxdale,
1: yeah, well, I mean the price there is really high, I think uh the lowest is seventy nine dollars, yeah. but they're going by upex price, I think. The Be
0: over a hundred K or something, isn't it? Well, maybe more.
1: The lowest UPIX price, yep, I think it's 999,000.
0: Damn, you've been busy.
1: <laughs> there's only one, two, three, four, five properties, and yep. there's two of them are in uh fiat, and three of them are in UPIX. Two of them are Mm. for a million and one of them is for 999,000.
0: Yes. And your percentage is creeping up there. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Obviously, the lessons I learned here will be used moving forward. So there's, and again, famously, we are still in better. So it's all lessons being learned. But yeah, it's a tricky one.
1: It's a tricky one.
0: All right. Are we done? Are we finished.
1: Are we done? we done. Show over. We have we have a lot more time then. <laughs> All right, we got
0: we we got to fluff this out a bit. Or lucky we got a whole bunch of stuff organised. We're organised.
1: So <laughs> we we <are> organised.
0: <laughs> so we did have the Saint Patrick's Day block explorer sale. Now this triggered me big time. I, I I'm in my fourth year of, of raging about this. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit, jeez. <laughs> Nobody cares.
1: Well, this Upland is head office, what's going on? Is this a charity? Oh, look
0: this- at these times.
1: Uh... Every
0: single bloody time, 9 a.m. PT, which now, due to daylight saving times, that's 2 a.m. my time. I'm going to get up at 2 a.m. to see if it's worth getting up at 2 a.m. to see if I've got a a good spot in the list to buy these come on you shitting me? this is the fourth year of this this is an international what's supposed to be an international metaverse super app you have to cater to your international audience
1: well we're not over in australia yet
0: <laughs> yeah well you're not catering to where you are either i mean it's how do you release all of these at 9am pt if you have X amount available for sale, like we've got 500 of these hats, 300 of these, 150 of these, we'll round it off. Make it 200 of these, 400 of these, 600 of these, split it in half, do the sale in two batches, eight hours apart, and then you cover the entire world. Everyone has a chance, an equal shot, but no.
1: yeah, Every right. goddamn
0: time, 9 a.m. PT, 9 a.m. PT.
1: You're right. You're right. I, I could see that because that's what we did. We split it into uh, three to make it even more convenient for everybody.
0: I know I'm flogging a dead horse and I just get myself worked. Yeah. For no reason. But it's supposed to be, like I said, an international super app. The world ain't goddamn 9 a.m. PT. (laughs) So, yes, um, I wasn't going to get up at 2 (laughs) a.m. to see if I had a chance to get one of these. So by the time I did get up at... 4 a.m. to do this show. Um, these the um, three leaf clovers were sold out. The rainbow was sold out. And I think there was 50 hats left, so I did I manage to get myself a hat.
1: I totally forgot about it.
0: Yeah, well, I thought it you've was. You've got no excuse.
1: I have no excuse. <laughs> I thought it was tomorrow.
0: No, I don't know. If you have a quick look, there might Friday. be some available.
1: No, I think I when I look I just yeah. have to see, I'm like, uh Oh, this was today.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, what do we what? have to do? I've, I've whinged about this internally. I've whinged about this, you know, repeatedly Twitter, anywhere I can have a wine cheese. I've been one of my ass off in my fourth year and they say, yeah, yeah, that's a really great idea. We're definitely going to look into that and nothing ever get changes. It's the same bloody thing. Every single event, every single bloody time.
1: Well, you just have to keep at it, Ben.
0: I'm jack of it, cheese. (laughs) I'm gonna flip the goddamn table. (laughs) It's emotional damage, cheese.
1: Emotional damage.
0: I can't handle this kind of stress right before I'm supposed to be on. Well, I am on holidays. I'm on a month holiday, so. Oh,
1: that's right. (laughs) Look, of course,
0: I am banging it on thick. You know, I'm not fully raging, but yeah, I mean. As I've been saying from from the Telegram days, Cheese, this is how long, <laughs> if you're on the Spotify, you missed that one. Cheese has a very special cup. What does it say on it? Don't be a twat waffle.
1: No, yeah, don't yes. be a twat waffle. I am
0: in full twat waffle mode. <laughs> yes. Um, I've, I've been whining about this since the Telegram days.
1: Oh, my God. Can that be a challenge? Like what? Ben, like they they uh tag you. people send out a tweet and tag Ben and say don't be a twat waffle.
0: But <laughs> what are you gonna give them as a prize?
1: Well we'll we'll put since I'm not we all up...
0: I'm going on holiday, sister. This well, is all you.
1: No, I know, I know, I know. Um I'll put everyone who does it. Uh you have to tag Ben. Uh tag me too, so I can have a record of it, but say it to Ben, please.
0: Yeah, Say so, and... say say um at more cheese how do you put up with such a massive twat waffle like at ben 68 underscore Udu? yes And I'll,
1: I'll put, everyone who does it i'll put your names on a wheel and i'll figure out a really good prize i'm not going to tell you now but i'll figure well, out a really good prize
0: i'll donate 50k to it how about that so Woo. if you just let me know if you let me know who wins and who to send it to i'll put 50k in the pot so there you go sickos that's a prize that's the problem make it you can make it up as you go along if you don't remember the exact specifics just make make you sure you mention
1: waffle yeah and, and tag on cheese on. And
0: yes so uh, you've got to mix it up upland as i said it's an international game you've got an international audience it's going to expand further get get these systems in place before you have a massive influx of you know mainstream users you
1: know yeah
0: put a I've been saying this for. I just put a twelve-hour gap between the end of registration and the start of sales, so people can see if they've even, you know, have a good spot in the line. Break up the sales so you've covered multiple time zones. I, if if we did any sort of editing, this is this would be where the Nike symbol showed up, and just do it. Yeah. <laughs> just freaking do it. Your excuses have worn thin. Yes. So, no, but I was I was lucky enough to manage to get one of those hats. So
1: yeah, you did better than me. Yes.
0: All right. So we got one more uplandish thing, and this is something I woke up to and went into full on twat waffle mode as well. Um, there. Now we did see the giga factories and some whole bunch of stuff got released. Uh, we had structure ornaments applications for showrooms and factories get opened up. Where you've gone? You've disappeared.
1: Oh, I I was about to say, we don't need editing. You know, we could just have special text. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, you get squirreled on.
1: Sorry. Go ahead.
0: I'm sorry. Yes. So we we knew structure ornaments were coming, and a whole people said, wait, how is this going to work? Are we going to have to, if you have a structure ornaments showroom now you're going to have to put structure ornaments on your showroom like outdoor decor and Upland said ah don't worry about that just yet um you're not going to have to worry too much about your inventory lot size well it turns out you do have to worry because if you're one of these persons who or one of these people who built a showroom that covers almost the entirety of the footprint of your property i think you're shit out of luck with what's what's just dropped
1: yeah (laughs) unless unless you could the, the boxes stack
0: they don't. They, they don't. have a footprint. They have a footprint like outdoor decor. Oh my god! So we woke up this morning to a very cool announcement: um, structure ornament crates. So we were wondering how they were going to do this, and this is a pretty cool system. I like this system. So you know, if if you are a if you're a person who produces structure ornaments, like you're making them, like after they come out of your factory, they're gonna be all crated up ready to go. That's cool. That's a cool concept.
1: That is a I cool. I love concept. that. Yeah. yeah. It
0: makes sense. Um, each box, I don't know if you can see it on the top there, it's stamped with the the name of the structure ornament that's on there. That's hella cool. Um, however, like I said. And she likes it when I say. However, she's constantly However. making fun of me. However, <laughs> yes, these these little crates they do have a footprint. They need to be put on your property. So if you built your factory or your showroom that takes up the entirety of the footprint, I don't know where you're going to be putting these crates.
1: <laughs> Bend over, I'll show you.
0: <laughs> Buy me dinner and drinks first. <laughs> Yes. So, <laughs> so what does this actually mean? So we are wondering how this was going to all go down. So basically... Um,
1: yeah, I'm still confused.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'm not going to get in it. There is the link in the description for this um, this, this community post from Upland. So basically how it's going to work is that, yeah, the, if you are a structure metavert, how am I going to say this? structure ornaments manufacturer... You know, it's going to be the exact same as outdoor decor. You're going to have to, like what d doing now, you know, you create your structure ornaments in Blender to specifications that Upland give you. You have to do all the weird-spang stuff, pulling your hair out, doing all the baking and all that stuff that I don't understand. You then submit that to Upland via a structured process. They will offer you feedback if changes need to be made, uh, yada, yada, yada. They approve that. You will get a spark hours, however many spark hours it takes. You're going to build that in your little factory and it's going to, instead of like outdoor decor where it spits out the items and we have to put those on the factory, it's going to spit them out in crates. And then eventually you're going to have to transport those crates via your pickup truck, via your semi-trailer to your showroom. Those crates will have to go on your showroom inventory lot to be put up for sale in your showroom.
1: Now, one issue with this. um, You won't be able to actually like the outdoor decor is so awesome where you could see what it will look like before you purchase it in the lot. Now, there's no real way for people to um, see this in action before they purchase it. Like, how is it going to look? It's just going to be a bunch of box. I hope they don't change outdoor decor to be similar to this they no might. i don't think
0: so they might but who knows uh, um well the only way you're not going to be able to see it like it 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 looks really good like um if you go to 30 aqua vista way midtown terrace you'll see from the aerial shot i am just an absolute freak for organizing the outdoor decor it looks
1: it looks amazing you did a great if job. i do
0: speak for myself it looks pretty freaking cool yeah but yeah <laughs> um the only way you'll be able to see this for the structure ornaments is to click on the shop now, and you'll be able to see it in the UI. You'll be able to see what it is.
1: All I'm right, sure. so that's good. Yeah. You just all right.
0: Yeah. Okay. So th- so that's that all makes sense. Okay. So, but we have, we already have tens of thousands of structure ornaments in the community. Um, how many structure ornaments do you own, Chase? I own almost three hundred.
1: I don't own that many, but I do own a lot. I had to look around. They put all of mine on my properties in Midtown Terrace. Yeah. Uh, why?
0: Well, so what she's talking about there is, so they've created this structure ornament system after the fact. So then they have to go and backtrack and say, okay, so every single individual structure ornament has to have its own crate that it's being stored in. When it's not being used on your property to decorate your property. Okay. So, so wait, I've got we're going to have 300 structure ornaments.
1: We're going to have to have those on our properties if we're not using them. They're not in our inventory anymore.
0: Yes. Well, they're both. It's, it's exactly That's like. Ugly. Yesterday.
1: That's disgusting.
0: Well, it gets better than that, cheese. Okay. So, just to backtrack if you're not fully aware. So, yes. I've got 300 structure ornaments in my assets list, right? So Upland has, last night, they've gone over in the aeroplane all over around the world, and they've just dumped off crates all over the Upland map. So and now I have 300 of these crates. They're in Fresno, they're in Oakland, they're in San Francisco, they're in Nashville. They're they're all over the goddamn place, Jeez. There's crates it's like, everywhere.
1: It's like a cocaine drop.
0: Yeah. And That's even cool. when they are on a property, they're just kind of scattered everywhere. Yeah. So, I woke up and went on a little bit of a rant on on the twitwa. So, <laughs> so I I woke no, up and went straight to Twat Wolf and Word. I don't know if you've seen this cheese. You might not have seen this yet. So I
1: so I, I, I... I saw it and now I understand. Like yes. I thought they were going to this was just the beginning. They were they were gonna take take it away for those who aren't metaventurist, but they just wanted to see oh, what it looked no. like. Yeah, oh, I don't like no. that i don't like that at all
0: yeah if you're listening on spotify i've got a tweet here so you all just flew over and dumped off crates into our yards willy-nilly this is triggering the fuck out of me i like no i need symmetry so i've got a screenshot on the left that shows um i don't know there's about over a dozen crates just dumped all over the place on one of my midtown properties and then in comparison we can see the summer aquatics and decor showroom where everything's um you know organized so that's just me being a you know pedantic bastard there right but then i thought about it this a little bit more and then read my next tweet
1: what a mess they're all over the place so if the crate containing the ornament is in san francisco but come event time i'm wanting to put it on my manhattan address i'm gonna have to ship it there first i have almost yeah
0: so how's that gonna work cheese and look i've got crates dropped in fresno nashville oakland san francisco well, all over people the place. are
1: people are just not going to decorate, or they're going to yes. just sell them, and they're going to go extremely down in value.
0: Like, yes, I'm yeah. I'm not
1: gonna I'm not gonna do something that like is gonna cause my property to look ugly. A, I'm not going to spend unnecessary money to move stuff that I didn't have to move before. Like when I purchased this stuff, it was not said that. It was going to go, like, if I purchase something new from a meta venture, yeah, I could see that. The stuff I already own, there's yeah. no reason for me to have to move this. So well, you got, yeah, they're going to just stay in a box or they're going to get sold. Ooh.
0: Yeah, this is way too triggering for me. I'm going to have to go and find all of those 300 crates that are dropped all over the Upland map, and I'm going to take advantage of this time we have now While we still had the airdrop feature. Like if I've got if I've Yeah. As far as I'm aware, I haven't I haven't actually found this out myself. Yeah. But it is a freaking pain in the ass. As somebody who's had to do this from moving inventory from the factory to the showroom, like little tiny things, it takes hours and hours and hours. And that's where I and that's when I know where they are. These are all over the goddamn place. So yeah, I I'm going to move. I've got I think I've got a kind of I don't know, maybe a 400 up square <laughs> property in San Francisco that I'm not really doing anything with. I'm just going to have one property in San Francisco that's got all my crates on. So they're all exactly where I where I know they are. But what this does mean is you're right. If there's some event in Manhattan or the Bronx or whatever, I ain't shipping all that shit over there to decorate. No. So.
1: No, that's a little bit disappointing. The thing is like I try to click on them on my space and like, you know, the, the outdoor decor, the cars, everything you can click on it and move it. I'm not able to click on it.
0: Oh, you need to, you mean when you go arrange decor?
1: Well, like, like usually you're able to click on the item like whether it's a tree or a car or what what have you or those little mosaic pieces, and it yep. says it pulls it up right away and it says, do you want to move? Oh,
0: you might have to do the workaround like what we do on mobile. So click, don't click on the item. Click on the property. Click on the property and then press um, more, manage, and then there's a button there that says arrange. You should be able to do it f- oh. from that.
1: gosh
0: yes but yeah i'm a mobile player trying to move all these little tiny boxes around with my big fat finger that ain't gonna be fun but yes oh
1: my gosh
0: yes um there should have been there should have been a process i mean i guess it's Mm. probably it would have been too much to do but it would have been great if you could nominate a property address or where you wanted these all dropped off or something you
1: know what? I wonder. I wonder if they did it like where you last had your ornaments.
0: No, like, because I've got, I've got. They're in Nashville. They're in Fresno. They're in Oakland. I've never put ornaments up there.
1: Got you. So
0: it just seems to be completely randomised. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not going to be fun. And somebody's, yeah. You know, somebody's just tweeted. David Walker, I think, just tweeted me and said he's got one thousand three hundred to deal with.
1: Wow,
0: man, I feel for you, David. Oh, yes, he's holy moly. I'll bring this up. That's too. That's too funny. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be a hell of a lot of work. So I feel for you, DW. Have a look at this trees. If you thought I was triggered looking at my lot, look at this.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: oh boy
1: also i just moved my stuff into a straight line yeah and it didn't save it oh yeah like well i i pressed okay and got out and it was right back where it started let me refresh and make sure yep
0: did you press the save or whatever button it was yeah Ooh, all right. Well, I might. Well, I'm going on holiday, so this is. but then it's a tricky one. I, w- I want to move all this now before the transportation. Before the transportation mechanic comes in, and if I've got if I've got fifty crates in Nashville, that's going to cost me some cheddar to move those over to San Francisco. So I want to do this while we're airdroppable. So. You
1: can make the crates say things.
0: Yeah, people have already been doing that. Yep.
1: All right, so maybe I didn't save. Oh, my God.
0: Expect Ooh. some giant dicks on properties in the shape of, you know, made out of crates. It's going to happen. You know someone's going <laughs> to do it. The maturity level of the upland community isn't, you know, the highest at times.
1: They brought the, the globe back.
0: Yes, that was an announcement they made too. All right. Yes. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's it's probably – one of those things that had to happen but yeah this is going to take oh this is going to take hours and hours and hours and i think some people will just say put their arms up in there and go too hard basket and just wherever they are that's where they're going to stay so
1: oh now i could click on it
0: yes all right well before you get too squirreled into that Uh,
1: that's cool i just needed to refresh sorry upland
0: (laughs) (laughs) let's continue on so yeah how they could have done this better i mean yeah it would have been great to be able to nominate a property where they all got dropped off on but i understand the logistics behind trying to manage that would have been a nightmare as well so
1: i mean like to to put some positive spin on this like it's exciting new things are happening yeah people fear change we're 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 actually old and a lot of the time old people just complain (laughs) but we have to look on the bright side we have to look on the bright side and say listen this is something new is exciting freaking uh building decorations are coming and well yes. let's just see
0: yeah well i i just had when i wake up this morning my my showroom that i got put up by the ucc that was for to apply for a structure ornaments showroom i'm not doing manufacturing for that but i am applying for a showroom now i did buy a property in diamond heights that did have a pretty large footprint on it so i'm going to have lots of space there to put all these crates on but yeah i feel for the people who who went okay we don't need uh inventory lots so they put the maximum size showroom they could on their property and they don't have an inventory space i think they're going to be shit out of luck i don't know maybe there's some secondary thing i don't don't know but I think they're fucked.
1: Well, uh speaking of Spark Services, um yes. the I just found out yesterday. I was yesterday years old when I found out that uh, <laughs> UPX Spark Exchange actually has a connect API thing to deposit uh UPX directly into their thing without using burners. Oh, uh, that's cool. I was I was like yeah. wow.
0: So it's an escrow system. I think when Mossy first approached me about getting the that set up in midtown terrace, I think that that was what he was talking about early on. I didn't really understand what he was talking about at the time. I was just like, yeah, man, happy to help out however we can. So yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Like it's yeah, that, convenient.
0: Yes. Um somebody, I think it was Mesmi contacted me yesterday to ask who I do all my stuff with. And I said, look, I um I, I just stick with the UCC, um,
1: because, you know, I,
0: they offer a premium service in my eyes. Like I have customized contracts with, with that team. Um, I just set and forget. I don't have to do anything really. So yeah, think, it's great.
1: I think, I think they both each have something for everyone. The UCC I agree with you is yep. very personalized and we, you and I do do stuff with them, uh, mostly exclusively but at the same time the spark exchange is something for the everyday person who is like just has a builder too um yep. who just wants to get something knocked out if you're a big node and you want to set and forget ucc is great if you're the everyday uh just regular builder then a the spark exchange i think everything has a place for everything
0: absolutely and we need those contrasts like um yeah i think that the spark exchange is very good that you kind of that that entire economy is always finding where the spark price has at the cheapest kind of level you know that fluctuates depending on you know the rhythms M- much more quickly the rhythms of the spark market the ucc does adapt their pricing to reflect the general consensus but it, it is a lot more um, a lot slower which you you might say that's a bad thing, but as somebody like myself or yourself who's, you know, I'm doing node projects worth tens of millions of upex, some stability in the pricing allows me to plan ahead to prepare and that sort of stuff. So if I was having to deal with fluctuating prices on every build in a 100-build contract, that's going to be a giant pain in the ass. So, a
1: kerfuffle. Yeah.
0: Yes, so yeah, speaking of contracts, I my last Strutwood build for the Strutwood UDU node finishes in a couple of days and then my five midtown terrace properties are all up and been built now and then your nodes next up. So I'm actually gonna put I'm actually gonna put some of those up today. So that will start pretty soon. So Nice. Yeah. And after that, yeah, speaking of big contracts, then I have to do Lone Mountain and that's I think I own 150 properties in Lone Mountain, something like that. So that's going to be another, that's going to be a big chunk of change.
1: I think I have about 20, 25-ish. Yes. I got to see. I got to do those too. Ah, yes. I need more spark.
0: <laughs> Indeed, don't we all? It's never uh, enough. Never enough. All right, should we dive into some articles?
1: Sure.
0: Now, I had a quick look around. There's a There's a couple here that, come up on my radar from people in the upland community there's a few that i've just pulled up myself um as always i've just found i've kept grabbed the headline that sticks out to me and we've we'll go along with that and we'll learn about it ourselves as we kick off the first one if i can bring it up cheese take it away
1: <clears throat> DraftKings faces legal woes as the NFT market tanks. Wait. Tanks. I yes. remember actually finding out about DraftKings before uh football betting and I remember they had I bought one thing from them in the NFT thing. It was a Wayne Gretzky thing. Yep. And then I just forgot all about it and this was over a year ago. Now,
0: you're going to have to get me up to speed. <clears throat> the name DraftKings, that's big enough that I'm kind of aware of what that is, but I don't know what that is. Can you give me the the so, 101 on that?
1: So basically, I know it as a sports gambling site, but then they have an identical um, NFT sports collection site that looks the same. Um, you can't do the betting in the same, uh, site as the NFTs and vice versa, uh, it's both different accounts completely, but but yeah, basically it's it's a sports gambling site.
0: Okay, in yeah, in um last week's show we touched on the fact that you know, there's there's potential legal issues that play with NFTs and generative AI and this that and the other thing, but so this seems to be a different aspect. So yeah. The US gaming operators currently engaged in a potential lawsuit with a with a disgruntled customer over <laughs> NFT
1: loss. Okay.
0: A like one one person's got their, their um <laughs> knickers or their underpants in a twist. <laughs> so DraftKings uh-uh. substantial investments into the NFT space have drawn their share of controversy as prices plummet and users' interest wanes. But that's that's no fault of theirs. Yeah. The operator also faces oh no, it says here a class action lawsuit for allegedly allegedly marketing its NFTs as securities without proper registration.
1: Now I don't Ooh. I don't I've never seen it marketed as that unless, like I said, it's been over a year. Mm. Unless they did this more recently, so I can't really say.
0: Well, this is bogus. Who what's this?
1: No, yeah, no. The the
0: plaintiff, it's like a big (laughs) heading here, the plaintiff mistakenly believed profits were guaranteed.
1: (laughs) Profits are never guaranteed.
0: In anything, anywhere, anytime. Yeah. What? That's ridiculous. This This is like these people that this is why we get you go and buy a shirt and it has warnings on it. Warning, do not iron shirt on your body. (laughs) Like, <laughs> come on people
1: <laughs> this is why we're constantly saying not financial advice for people like this person
0: you're just way too litigious over there
1: oh my god
0: country full of Karen's all looking to sue each other the slightest oh. bloody infraction the Karen states of America yeah the leading U.S. operator entered the NFT space in 2021, hoping to capitalize on the latest trend. Yada yada yada. Um, mm. Blah blah blah. Where is the meat and potatoes? Here we go. A new class action lawsuit alleges that DraftKings sold its NFTs as unregistered securities, misguiding buyers about their investments' long-term value. <laughs> Illinois resident Justin DeFuckwit claims to have lost over. <laughs> $14,000 as his purchased NFTs drastically declined in value. Yeah, um hello, welcome to speculative asset investing.
1: Now, this is this is where things get a little bit crazy because if people don't know what NFTs are and it says that this just came out in 2001 mm. to add to its other uh 2021 project, 2021 yeah. mm. and people don't know what NFTs are and they get into it. This is going to happen a lot. It's going to happen a lot. It's like, it's, it's like the hot coffee.
0: This is mental. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tip hot coffee into your lap. The plaintiff allegedly expected surefire profits when trading his NFTs due to their marketing as securities. Defendant had actual knowledge of facts indicating that the NFTs they promoted and sold were securities under federal and state securities laws. So what does he think? These are like bonds. He's buying bonds or something. Freaking mental.
1: Wow, yeah, this is...
0: Defoe argued that the value of his purchases depended on DraftKings management's efforts at the moment of the purchase and regarding their closed secondary market. The proposed lawsuit includes all investors who purchased DraftKings NFTs after the 11th of August 2021. Regardless of the court's final verdict, such cases erode trust in NFTs, threatening to depreciate the value even more. I mean, if you read beyond the headline, this guy's just a complete tosspot. Speaking of twat waffles, here's the freaking emperor of twat waffles
1: now they said uh, they said uh even though the court's final verdict meaning that the court is ruled against this guy
0: i don't think it's happened yet yeah regardless of the court's final verdict i think that means it's coming up we'll have to keep an eye on this one
1: all right
0: yeah um obviously this is going to set a precedent but come on this is wow I mean, really? You bought some speculative NFTs in the very early days. That's 2021. You're talking early days.
1: I want to say something, but I'm scared if I say it, I'll put it into life, so I'm not going to say it. (laughs) You know what I'm I'm, I'm thinking of, right? I've
0: got a pretty good idea. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Yeah, wow. Um, what, What do you say? All right, we'll keep an eye on that one and see how that eventuates, but yes. As as we keep saying, and as we covered in the last show, like do not, if if you, if the loss of any of these things, whether it be NFTs, metaverse, anything like this, if you're investing, if you're putting money into this and the loss of that asset would cause you any in real life financial stress, don't do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to put serious money into something, make Oof. sure you know everything about it. <clears throat> especially not a freaking game
0: yeah and be willing to write the entire thing off as a loss could happen I'm not saying yeah. it could happen to any one platform but there's plenty of plenty of things that have come and died
1: yeah i uh, mean we we fought all the time but we're not going to like i said funding, respectful fighting is healthy you need to do it you need to get stuff out there that Needs to be talked about, but when it comes to the point of uh, flooding to the point of every day, all the time, twenty four seven, then you just need to leave and go somewhere else.
0: Yes, I mean, how many? We must have covered dozens upon dozens of NFT projects from the very early inception of this show. How many of those are still around, still powering on? Not many. Not many. many. <laughs> Not Not many. many so it's it's very hard like and we see this with within the upland community it's very easy to have an idea it's very easy to start something but to stick to the grind especially when the community the engagement levels are so low that's the hard part i think um tales of the crypto is a good example of the flip side of that those guys are just powering on they're always doing stuff um there are as i said like tales of the crypto is an example there's S- several dozen very good examples that we have covered and that they're still kicking on. But there's just as many, if not more, that, I don't know, they might not be dead, but they're very, very inactive. Yeah. So, yes, strange one. All right, next up. Now, speaking of strange ones, how about this, is You all in on this?
1: Let's see. <clears throat> Microsoft is testing a built-in crypto wallet in Microsoft Edge. So it'll be kind of like Brave, but for Microsoft Edge? I
0: don't know. But all I know is the first thing I do when I, I like I just fixed up Keanu's computer, I did a complete system white and reboot. The first thing I did was uninstall Microsoft Edge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's some things I actually use Edge for. So I use, yeah, I use Chrome. For my everyday things I use Brave for Upland and then I use Edge for any links that I click because it's not connected I didn't connect any of the passwords to my other stuff. Mm. So I use it as kind of like a safety clicker almost. Oh.
0: Well maybe I'm a bit being a bit harsh to jump to judgment here but yeah you know, I I looked at this and just laughed. I'm like, well who cares? Does anybody still use Edge? It's like don't tell me you still got Explorer up as
1: well, do you? No, I hate Explorer and I dis yeah. I dislike Firefox, but to be fair to Firefox, I haven't used it recently and I yep. heard that it's gotten a lot better.
0: Mm. Yes, interesting. Not
1: browser advice. <laughs> Not browser financial advice. <laughs>
0: Yes. Well we have we have talked about how and we just saw this with the um the McLaren F one. Like if if you follow that through to claim those NFTs, it automatically creates you a Tesla's wallet. Like you've been saying for ages, I don't want to have fifty thousand wallets every you know, you go to into every shop and they've got their own wallet. Maybe this is the start of what's to come as far as some kind of central wallety system.
1: I don't know, because if you go to Brave, yep. there's like a bat wallet there. Bats.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Microsoft is working on non-custodial built-in Ethereum crypto wallet, oh, Ethereum crypto wallet for Microsoft Edge, to allow users to send and receive crypto and NFTs. Public keys can be shared with others to receive payments while private keys should be kept secret and yada, yada, yada. Yes. Okay. So it's a Ethereum wallet. Don't we have enough of those already?
1: <clears throat> yeah, we do. Like, are are they offering anything to kind of incentivize people to use
0: out. it it is not yet rolling out to insiders and it's most likely only available to microsoft edge dev channel blah blah blah. this is a non-custodial wallet meaning you are in complete control of your funds yada 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 we will not have access yes 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 as a tester. blah 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 Bleeping computer tested the new feature and during onboarding, testers are asked to generate a password, a 12-word phrase. Yeah, that's all standard stuff. After finishing the onboarding process, the wallet generates an Ethereum address. Yeah, we we know all about that. Blah, 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 blah. Why would we do this? What What's the difference? Testers can set their default crypto wallet to the built-in Edge 1 or an extension wallet. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I'm not saying anything, Chase. Oh hang on. Microsoft has partnered with ConsenSys to offer a built-in cryptocurrency swap feature between Ethereum, Dai Stablecoin, Uniswap, USD coin, and Tethercoin.
1: I mean, I can I can do all this on my MetaMask. Unless yes. people are scared of MetaMask and they just want to use this. Like
0: Yeah, most of the decent crypto wallets, the hot wallets nowadays, they um have some kind of feature like that.
1: Hmm. And yeah. Middle
0: East, uh, we encourage you. I don't know. That just seems, unless maybe this is being set up as a foundationary piece to something else, hopefully bigger, better, that they're working on. Maybe, hopefully, because if it's just another bloody wallet, <gasps> we'll
1: who have gives to a shit? keep this in our back pockets?
0: Yes, so that one didn't really excite us, but I think this next one might choose. <laughs> have a look at the tab. You get a little preview up there. What do you think that's going to be? PS4. What do you think? What's your speculation?
1: PS4 is going blockchain? Almost. (laughs) PS4 testing cross-platform NFT in games. What do you think? Decided. i do know like i know consoles do cross-platform with computers but what do they mean by cross-platform nft well diving uh sony interactive entertainment has been toying with playstation nfts for a while but a newly discovered patent reveals an interesting new approach to nfts and games like cross-platform transfers and trades the patent yes. oh go ahead
0: I was just going to give you a break and take over. The pattern is the first to be identified by segment next. A user can find a unique NFT in a game. That asset is then used across multiple platforms. Sony wants NFT owners to also use it in other games. So that's pretty cool. I
1: mean, we've
0: talked about guns and skins and whatnot. So yeah, that. The next part says a unique skin which only one gamer group can find is a simple script that has a hypothetical scenario of Sony that will own its NFT and use the skin in other games and, well, oh, this article written horribly. Sony offers several other scenarios such as where one player becomes the first to take action against a boss <coughs> then the right to use the weapon in other games. My God, this article is written hor- horribly. <laughs> but basically, yeah.
1: Wow. Being able
0: to use um NFT based items through multiple different uh Sony games or even cross platform situations.
1: This is all right. So there's this is gonna be very difficult because like you have one game that has certain graphics and, and what it's you like what it uses, and then you have another game. Like is yep. the n f t how is it going to transfer
0: well this is um this is what um that whole standards thing that upland's working in collaboration with decentraland and all those other partners where they're trying to set standards for things like animals with that whole species dot i o so yeah. that's where that kind of stuff is going to be very important
1: Ooh.
0: yeah. So, I mean, we know this is where it's all headed. Eventually, oh, yeah. the gamer community will wake up to the fact that uh, dickheads, this is immensely beneficial to you. Eventually, they'll they'll get it, and then they'll demand it. Yeah. So, Yeah, it's, it's like I you mean, don't
1: have to care about NFTs or blockchain. Just all you need to know about out there, gamers, is if you get something really valuable, you, it's yours now. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you, yep. it has va- actual value, not just like what you can do with it in the game, you can you can also like sell it and get money from it.
0: Yeah, it's like if you finish, <clears throat> if you get to the end of your game now, if you've played Resident Evil 3 and you've got to the end and you thought, well, I'm not going to play this again, well, you take it back to the GameStop or whatever the, the local one. Here in Australia, we have EB Games. You go there and you sell it back to them. You don't get much money, but the same thing applies to the NFTs. If you've unlocked all these things like... I'll use that because that's one of the few games that I play through, like Resident Evil 3. If you get right through to the end, you beat the boss, you unlock this freaking big laser bloody gun thing, well, then you would keep that as an NFT, and you could then sell that to other people that, that want to take the shortcut and want to get it from, from the very first moment of the game. So, yeah, this benefits you, dickheads.
1: Me, I'd probably just play the game over again with my new laser gun.
0: <laughs> yes, I did several times. Yay. <laughs> Many times over. That's one of the few games that has ever really, really hooked me in deeply. Where I downloaded and printed out, you know, player made instruction manuals and walkthroughs and stayed nice. up to God knows whatever AMs. That's the Ben.
1: It. That's the Ben I want to know.
0: That was Ben with no children and yeah. very few responsibilities in Japan. So, yes. Oh. Speaking of cost of living in Australia, yeah, our cost of the cost of living in Japan, which blows people's mind. My salary was three times what it is now. The cost of living was half, if wow. not more. So, yeah, which people think, you know, obviously if you live in central Tokyo, like in the main area, it's going to be expensive as hell. But if, you just, if you're just a regular dude living in Japan, it's cheap as hell. Although I did have a kind of job that paid more money than the regular dude on the street too. So that's a little bit different. Yes, but I think that's cool. If if Sony has patents in place for that, you know, there's a few Sony articles we've been covering on this. But like we said, this is the entire industry is slowly creeping forward. Get yeah. on board. The yeah. sooner you get on board, the more benefits you potentially reap in the long run.
1: I have a feeling it's going to be so seamless. People are going to be on board without even knowing it. Yeah. Yep.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I think you're right in that respects now cheese what's what's the oldest kind of metaverse that you're aware of Metaversey, feely kind of thing
1: i would say the mmos i used to play back 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 in the day uh anarchy online world of warcraft back in 2003 2004 anything that you could base there's a world and you're there with other people, and you do things with them, and you're just basically not in real life you're playing you're you're just with a whole bunch of different people that you don't even know and it's a it's a whole new world
0: yep what what if I added the caveat that it had to have aspects of user generated content in it? What would be your earliest one then
1: user generator content I would say the yep. sims sims like, yep so like um there's there's so many different uh, they had a sims online where it didn't last for very long i'm surprised but it did exceptionally well um and there were people creating stuff to kind of like sell in there um second life would be another example yep.
0: um yeah Yes. Now, one of the main kind of advantages <laughs> that Upland as a metaverse platform, as a super app, as it's being called now, has is that it is mobile first. Like, that is a yes. massive, massive advantage. Oh, yeah. But not for long.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: What do you reckon? Did I set that up well or what?
1: Let's see. Second Life. <gasps> wow so you got to read it out
0: don't forget we've got people on spotify who are only listening
1: second life the original metaverse app is getting a mobile release
0: now we'll have to get into our friend lily field's ear about this because she is a massive she user-generated is. content creator from way way back in the second life days it will be very interesting to get her take on this um Second Life as a concept, I believe, is still going strong. Um, we've got, who is it in the dog patch? I always blank on his name. Nichiren, isn't it? Yeah. I believe he still does a whole bunch of stuff in Second Life as far as events and whatnot. A mobile release, this is, surely this is going to pump a lot of life back into it.
1: Maybe. Here's the thing. So... I I I went into Second Life again to see what it, like it's all about and they have a tutorial now that you go through to see all like the mechanics, how to move, how to this, how to that. Um what it's still not user friendly in my opinion. Yeah. It's not it's it's it gets to the point where you're done with the tutorial and then you go into somebody's shop and then you see all these files, and then you see all these. Uh, it's almost like a programming language, mm. and I'm like, all right, I can I can navigate, but some the the regular layperson who comes over and ch- checks this out is going to be like, what, like, huh? Yeah.
0: It's the grandma analogy. We say that all the time when we refer to upland. Like, if grandma can't do it, then and I'm not being harsh on grandmas. there's some pretty savvy grandmas out there, and I'm, <laughs> I'm probably not very far away from being a grandpa myself, so yeah, um, I've only looked at the headline for this, um, but when I saw this headline, my jaw dropped, and I was like, "Wow, this is gonna shake things up in a big, big way,
1: yeah." Yeah. So
0: recap, Second Life provided the metaverse experience many years before Facebook turned into meta and spent billions to try and bring VR to the masses. The virtual world never became a revolution, but it's still hanging around. It's very, there's still massive, you know, kind of undergroundish communities that are engaged in Second Life. Yeah. So it says here, Linden Lab recently posted a brief video on its community forum to announce that Second Life will soon have a mobile counterpart. For the first time in 20 years, the virtual world where residents enjoy their low-poly internet life is expanding its reach but beyond traditional desktop platforms. So I guess this is kind of going to be very spatial-ish. We know you can do spatial on that's on mobile. So well, see, this if this
1: tough. was as easy to put together, not as easy, but halfway there as spatial is, I think Second Life would, would blow up in regards to popularity.
0: Well, it says here the mobile version of Second Life will presumably run on Android and iOS and... Linden Labs chose the Unity engine to create their Second Life mobile viewer and port their online experience to tablets and phones. Yep, absolutely. Unity is one of the places to be. We know several um, people in the community that use Unity. Moon Unit being a classic example. He's mm-hmm. all about Unity. And Spatial, like that cross cross thing. So, yes. Take it away.
1: According to San Francisco-based company, Second Life Mobile will provide a virtual world, which is essentially on par with the one available through desktop systems. The developers had to make some small compromises, but the complex behaviors of users' avatars and the rich 3D world of Second Life should still be there for residents to enjoy. But you see that complex behaviors...
0: <clears throat> that, that's referring to the avatars though like what you're talking about there with buying from mm. files and that that's going to have to be greatly simplified oh yeah. in the ui for mobile so oh yeah i don't know i think this is going to be pretty big cheese
1: yeah if they fix if they like
0: if, if they, they do it right
1: simple, yeah
0: yeah the original version of second life second life was released in 2003 and experienced rapid growth and in popularity over the years. By 2013, the virtual world had 1 million regular users, but by 2017, the active avatar population had declined between 800,000 to 900,000 users. Had declined too. that's still, If you've gone from 1 million users to 900,000, that's hardly a, oh, my God, moment. That's ridiculous. What a stupid statement.
1: See, and now the second paragraph right there, kind of to Outsiders, Second Life almost felt like an MMORPG game with fewer polygons and interaction opportunities than World of Warcraft. Linden Lab has always insisted that their creation is not a game though, as there are neither manufactured conflicts or set objectives. I think that's what like stopped me from not wanting to pursue it in a way, because all you all to me, all it was, was a meet, a meetup for people who wanted to. uh, Like sex. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh. like all I saw were like, like women in like panties and, and bra running around guys in like underwears. I mean, to be fair, it was a long time Like, because I was heavily into Anarchy Online in 2003 2004 and i was trying everything like eve online uh wow i tried this and back then to me it was just silly but it might be a lot better now
0: mm, interesting so so see, for quite some time second yeah. life was hyped so much that people started spending enormous amounts of real money to purchase virtual properties in oh, fictional yeah. linden dollars okay oh, yeah.
1: so they started we- clubs they started yep. clubs, and they this one person's had this really huge freaking club, and he sold it for quite a lot of money. I think.
0: Like, yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Well, and we we talked about this with that whole um, lawsuit with the DraftKings lawsuit. Now, if you bought some of this stuff way back in the day and you held on to it, this might be about to pump your bags big time.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, people so, who are into it and created something may want to go back and just kind of like update a little bit, sweep the floors, <laughs> get it yes. get it, purchased ready.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you had some stuff there, we'll we we'll have to get in Lily's ear. As I said, she, she'd be the one who would be able to give us a lowdown on what this kind of signifies. That'll be very interesting to see indeed. All right, one more to touch on cheese. I think now this is one I said. Um, I believe it was Des Jack shared this in Upland General. Uh, not last night; it might have been the night before, or maybe it was last night. I don't know. I was raging about something. <laughs> so exploring the possibilities of Web three with super apps. Okay, now the reason that I've got this one up is because it does go into details about upland so take it away if you're not swirled.
1: some of the biggest players in web2 are striving to create so-called super apps eyeing the incredible potential growth that tapping into every kind of internet service would enable hmm. the concept of a super app is that a single company or provider offers access to every kind of service imaginable Payments, messages, gaming, shopping, savings, transportation, eating, wow, and more, all bundled into a single application. With such a comprehensive offering, super apps can grow to serve millions, perhaps even billions of users, serving as a ver- veritable gold mine for the one who creates it. That's because they can generate revenue in numerous ways, for example, through advertising, transaction fees, and selling users' data to third parties.
0: Yes, leading by example is China, home to the original super apps WeChat and Alipay. Bah, 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 bah. Um, we're going to skip that there. You know, the super app situation in China, there's a lot of social connotations there that, mm. I mean, if you dive into it, can get pretty greasy pretty quickly. So I don't know, we're going to skip over that part. Um, <laughs> look at this one. The concept of super apps has spread with rival platforms emerging in other Asian countries in Indonesia. Oh, I read that as GoJerk, but it's GoJerk.
1: <laughs> ben.
0: GoJerk has emerged as that country's go-to app for utility payments, moving and shipping services, pharmacy deliveries, fast food, and more. Blah, 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 blah. Here we go. We have,
1: we yet, have to- yet to see. Go, oh, you go you
0: go, you go, you go, We have yet to see a dominant platform emerge in Western mm. countries, while Google offers many so. Serv- different services it does so through an ecosystem of standalone apps and faces intense competition in almost every area for example google maps is rivaled by apple maps while gmail has to fend off a strong challenge from microsoft's outlook Mm. perhaps the biggest super app contender in the west is facebook which Mm. offers messaging and shopping experiences through its app but it's hardly comprehensive
1: yeah indeed it really isn't
0: you can take over the next bit
1: There are many theories as to why the idea of super apps haven't taken off so much in the West, with one of the most likely being that people fear giving too much personal information to a single company. I don't believe that. Users rightly concerned over big tech firms collecting, storing, and monetizing their data. I don't believe that. I think if Amazon came out with a way to, to chat to buy stuff on like fast food. They already do supermarket stuff. They already have like Amazon um TV.
0: They've got everything. They have if if, if you've done anything on the internet, all your stuff's there.
1: Yeah. So hopefully- it's like I don't think people are scared. They're just waiting <laughs> for more. Yeah.
0: Hopefully as we move deeper into decentralization, hopefully more yeah. of that be- becomes available to the users themselves as a kind of monetization platform. Like I would happily sign up to these things and you click a box and you get some kind of kickback. Like, yes, you can use my data, but you're going to pay me for it, you know? Um, so, yeah, it says here, Web3 super apps rising. Such concerns are not as relevant in the emerging world of Web3, however, as decentralization is the name of the game for the next generation of our internet. Bingo, bango, bongo. <laughs> because Web3 applications are decentralized and often owned by the users who retain full control of the information they share, they could be fertile ground for the next super apps. Take it away, cheese.
1: Already, several inv- interesting platforms are vying for the title of Web3 super app. In the metaverse, look no further than Upland! <laughs> oh my god, is, is Upland considered like an Amazon for metaverse? Well, it's setting itself like up that. to be a oh, super Oh my app. God, Upland. Uh, look no further than Upland, one of the fastest growing virtual worlds over the last year. Upland is unique among metaverses because it's a digital replica of the natural world with each location mapped to its physical counterpart here on Earth. Wow. With 3 million users and counting, Upland can be considered a metaverse super app because it's not... Only very accessible, it's available on Android, iOS, and VR headsets, but also because it offers numerous services. It's where people can escape reality, go shopping, socialize with friends, play games, invest, run a business, and more. You go, Upland. Upland has also built a flourishing crypto-based economy, enabling users to make quick, easy, and secure payments.
0: Okay, hold it there. Let's run through this, shall we? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. 3 million users and counting. Technically, yes. Realistically, no. We have about between sixty and 65,000 daily active wallets over a weekly period. So, yeah, total users, but we do know that a very significant percentage of those aren't active. So, but... It's still it's still massive. No matter what stats you look at, Upland is by far the most um, active metaverse that's out there. Decentraland, yeah. Facebook, you know, Sandbox. The the numbers don't come anywhere close to what app, the numbers that Upland's putting out there. All right, what else does it say here? It's very accessible. Android, iOS, VR headsets. Um, yeah, you've got desktop. Upland is fantastic as far as accessibility. Um, it also offers numerous services. It's where people can escape reality. Yep, I shall sure do. This is this is my kind of. This is my way to escape the stress of the day. As I get on and we do these shows, we you know we clickety click, we do stuff. <laughs> so absolutely yes, go shopping. Eh, kind of yes, yes. We buy, sell, trade. Yep, yep. Okay, I'm on board with that. Socialize with friends.
1: Yeah. They have Up the in-game and... uh, chat now.
0: I think that's a stretch because I don't socialize with friends in the Upland Metaverse. I socialize friends within the Discords and the Twitters yeah, and all of that. But yeah, it's still... It's you, it's there. It's you... you and me.
1: It's like others could be.
0: Yes. Play games? Uh, we've got treasure hunting, I suppose. Um... We've got the Shamrock racing events, I suppose. okay, all right, it's early days, it's early days. We'll give them that. <coughs> Invest. Ooh, that's a dangerous word.
1: Yeah, no so I think sh- I feel like people are not getting grasping what was meant when they said they're not investors in upland. What he meant was they're not investors in the stock because upland is private. They're, they may be investors in other ways, but they're not investors in that way because specifically they were asking to see the books. Yeah. Right. And if it's a private company, they're not required to share anything with anyone as if it was a public company. Yes. <clears throat> so uh, when you say invest, I think it's a different invest than what they meant with that specific conversation.
0: I really liked Shackdalen's take on this where she, when I was talking about this um, in the UDU podcast, she kind of mentioned, well, the investment side can also be your time. Like how yeah. much time and energy have I invested into this? Fucking oh, yeah. shitloads. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, we'll give them that too, all right? Invest. It is a speculative asset. It all could go to pot. We know that. It, all We could all be on the moon. Yes, okay, invest. Run a business. Yep, okay, yep. It's still very heavily gatekeeper at present, but, yep, we can definitely run a business. Sure. Upland has also be- built a flourishing crypto-based economy. Hmm. What's your take on that?
1: Um, That's, that's using the word. I think they're... Like uh no, I don't no. know it's not <laughs> if, if
0: if I read that, I'm gonna think that it must be on an exchange,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: but one of the great things about upland is that you can buy the in game currency directly with crypto, and I've yeah. done that extensively. I haven't put tens of thousands of
1: that's what know, kind of got, got me in. like thinking like it 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 is that in that in that sense, but not in a sense where it's on the chain, like yes yeah now if you could to token.
0: yeah if you could sell your assets for some kind of crypto then you've opened that up yeah. you know you're not selling the apex if you could sell your up your assets now we do know that the portal's coming for you know the ethereum portal so maybe that's where it kind of okay so the seeds for that are there all the seeds are there we're just kind of it's early days so yeah. i think we will get there and um Upland users, ah, now this is where it gets greasy. Dive into that next paragraph.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. Upland users are free to start their business businesses on the platform because it's decentralized. They're free to pursue any idea they might have. What? Selling digital arts, different types of content, monetizing games.
0: Uh, Upland users are free to start their businesses on the platform. No, no, they're not.
1: Unless they were being extremely vague, like you're free to like. I mean, the UPX exchange that's not something that's connected yep. to Upland, but it's it's connected through the API that was created solely by, you know, Massey. Oh, okay, yeah, or like Elijah World. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. All right. And we'll Elijah. Give them that
1: yeah. I yeah. I think what these people like. I think he, the person who wrote this. They didn't do a good job of explaining what they mean. Like everything is really vague, and it's kind of making me have to think a little bit more. It it can be very misleading. I do see your your point on that.
0: Hmm. I mean, we we know all about this. We're all over our plan. so we can pick this apart and get the points. But if you're just Joe Blow on the street, you're gonna
1: exactly. be completely exactly
0: completely Yeah. Now this next next sentence, because it's decentralized. uh, we've just seen from what they've just done with the structure ornaments, the crates and everything else. Does it want to be decentralized? Yes. Are we kind of starting to head in that direction? Yes, but we're on the very first baby steps. To say that it is decentralized. Oh, no, it's not. Um, They are, meaning upland users, are free to pursue any idea you might have.
1: Selling Outs- digital arts outside of the game, so like,
0: okay,
1: yeah, it's like I said, it's extremely vague, it's not yeah. really diving into the details.
0: Yes, because if you're talking about the in game business opportunities, technically, anyone is available to apply for the business, but that is heavily gatekept. yeah, and once you are accepted, there are very uh there are very not strict, but there are very clear guidelines on what you can and co- cannot do. And even then you have to submit an approval process. Some items will will get rejected, um, because they don't meet whatever standards or who knows what. So that's, that's I think being very loosey-goosey with the terminology.
1: Very loosey-goosey. I think they're pointing to more so level two projects. Yeah. That that attach to Upland but aren't quite in Upland.
0: Or it's pointing to the future where we all want this to end up. You know, we want anybody to be able to start a like anybody and everybody should be able to start an outdoor decor business. Are the mechanics in place now for that to happen? No way. Um we're seeing like three, four, five, six month lag times on assets being approved for manufacturing. So that all has to be tied it up so yeah do we want to get there in the future absolutely so yes um yeah so i think there's a lot of good stuff in this article it's just for oh, yeah that some of these ideas needed to be fleshed out a bit more with a bit more context and what else to say elsewhere in web3 we have the budding financial super app omni which builds itself as a full service self-custody web3 wallet that enables users to manage their digital assets in one place with support for staking and other DeFi services. It's available on Android and iOS. It's easy to understand, user interface, makes managing their crypto portfolio simply. Yeah, that's cool. Now, if we can get something like that combined within Upland, then you're talking, that's the goal. Like you've always talked about like, um, go to a McDonald's restaurant in Upland, do some clickety clacking, next minute, ding, ding. Here's your order at the door. You've paid for all of that internally. It's a crypt system all internally. Um NFT kickbacks. You've used your NFT rewards. You've got your little NFT card stamped because you've got six packs of chicken nuggets purchased <laughs> for six weeks in a row or something. You know, you know what I mean. So.
1: yeah, burn your NFT to get a free like yeah. value meal.
0: <laughs> yep. Scan your QR code when old mate comes to the door or something. Who knows? Yeah. So that's all pretty cool. But yes. Um I don't know we're not going to touch on more of that. I think it's it's very early days for all of these things.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So yes, I think we covered a fair bit there. We we got greasy. We got slimy. <laughs> I went to twat waffle mode. We got our way out of it. <laughs> and
1: yeah.
0: like you just know a lot of this stuff that's happened in the last 24 hours this is there's so much fuel there for the Twitter f- twitter idiots and the bloody discord rages um just just think about how you go about you know offering constructive critical feedback don't shit on your own investment as we keep saying so i have to wait and see all right that's it i'm off i'm out of here it's all over to you now sister girl i'm done
1: i I got it i got it in a month yes you're gonna have fun. You're gonna you're gonna FOMO. You're like, oh, I miss my shows.
0: Oh, I'm definitely gonna be jonesing. Yes, so I'll have to see. Like I said on the UDU podcast, depending on where I'm at, what I'm doing, I I'd like to be able to jump in. I mean, it'd be cool to it'd be cool to sync it up. So I just pop into the wine and cheese show while you're recording for you know five minutes or something. Yeah, Stick hell
1: yeah, in. that would be amazing. Yeah. Just show around you, or like yes. just take take if you're not able to like take some videos that I can you know, put in there.
0: You know, I, I had this at work yesterday too, like when I was saying goodbye there for the month. <sighs> Japan is just like any other place. I mean, if you go into the city, sure, but where where our family's from, it's out in the rice fields. It's just a house. It's just a shopping market. I
1: don't know. Like when Doug Romeo was there, he used to uh, come into MVE all the time and he would go into his supermarket and um it was adorable like he would he would put the camera and he would like you know talk to people in Japanese and you know ask mm. questions and then he'd go to the thing and he'd show all how it, it, it looks there and it's it's really awesome like how everything is really organized and
0: wow, you imagine for a freak like me how much I love that
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. showed me those special watermelons and strawberries that cost a lot of money that you were telling me about. Oh yeah. He showed us like this big bowl of Kit Kats that they have all the different flavors for.
0: Yes. All right. We'll see how we go. No promises, but we'll see, see what we can wrangle together.
1: All right, cool. All
0: right. On that note. Send us out. Yes. Don't forget to do the little challenge tag. More cheese and myself on the Twitter
1: Twat waffle. twat waffle. <laughs> Hashtag
0: twat waffle. Don't be a twat waffle. Or no, what was it? Ben68 is a massive twat waffle. I don't
1: know. So that that, however, you want to write it.
0: Yes. But 50K from me and cheese will throw in something as well.
1: Ben, have a great vacation. We'll see you in a month, if not for a few drop ins. Stay fresh, cheesy bags. Well, Soft cheese for the Go ahead and pick you up Go ahead and pick you up Go ahead and pick you up cheese for the Go ahead and pick you up Go ahead and pick you up Let
0: fire Sky, she's in the house, get off to
1: dry. Put you with the hairbrush, and you the knife. let fire alive, on the dingo, fly through the sky. Put you with the knife. through the sky. the fire alive, Riding
0: on the dingo, flying through the sky. She's in the house, get off the Put you with a
1: hairbrush, and you alive, ride on the dingo, flying through the sky. Juvenile, the wine and cheese. Wine wine and cheese. Wine and cheese, wine and cheese. cheese, wine and cheese. Wine and Wine and cheese.
0: Are you looking for some of that quality outdoor decor? You got no freaking idea where to go? Oh, come on over to Samurai Aquatics and Décor for all your outdoor Décor needs. Got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do you? Yeah, just delete that. I'm still not ready, sorry. Got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do you? Or maybe some kind of crappy ramshackle booting that, I don't know, needs a bit of extra spunk to it or something. And stop mucking about and get yourself over to Samurai Aquatics Discord to see all our available stock. We've got loads of different decor to spend your pretend money on. We've got saunas to fire you up an ice bath to chew you the fudge out. Literally stock coming out of our ears. Grills, swings, seating and more. So much more. And if we don't got it, give us a buzz and we could probably make it. Get yourself on over to Samurai Aquatics at 30 Aquavista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, Ligeti Split and gorge yourself on outdoor décor.